Previously on Just Cow in the City. Dave, you're working here? No, but your face is. Maybe I can meet some stewardesses, right? But if that's not funny to everybody else and people that don't know me, then, then I'm done. This exercise place looks really great. Maybe I'll join up. Jessica Dan in the house. What's up, yo? Yeah. Classic. I'm from Dwayne Reed. Perfectly clear. Danny DeVito can suck it. Jersey Mike subs suck. Somewhere out on that horizon. There's a guy who thinks he's great. He's got a podcast that's amazing. When his friends all listen, they become irate. Just cow in the city. Uh Welcome to another fine episode of Just Gow in the City. My name is Dave Just Gow, and happy holidays to everybody. Memorial Day just passed, and everybody's favorite holiday, Shavuos. As this comes out on Tuesday, May 30th, the start of the summertime. And we will make our way all the way till my favorite time of the year, as everybody knows, Labor Day. Football, my classes begin again. Oh, we gotta get stuff ready. My birthday's in between, uh, you know, and, and, and I don't hate my birthday for any reason. It's just I think it's on a Sunday this year, and I just never know what to do anymore. And I'm running out of friends, you know, because they're all we're old and we're dying. So, uh, <laughs> what are you gonna do? But again, oh my God, wait till you hear this. This just in. This is breaking news for you, and as you know. Uh, taping this on Friday as usual, and tomorrow I start this, uh, what is it, May 27th? I don't know. I start this show at the Meadowlands, whatever it's called, the Wilson Center, I think it's called, for six weeks. I'm going to be doing a show on Saturday nights at this venue. Well, one of the people that is on the show, the first person, the first person I'm bringing up on this new venture, the first person, I couldn't even believe it, when I saw it with my own two eyes just this morning as I opened the email is the girl that kicked me in the balls uh, several months ago <laughs> and punched me in the face. And I'm like, what? Wait a minute. What? You've got to be kidding. Like, you've got, this has got to be some sort of joke. This is somebody who's obviously been listening to the podcast and be like, let's fuck with Just Cow. And... She just called me up before I started the show and asked me for a ride to the venue. Well, I'll tell you this, folks. I said, sure, <laughs> because you, you got to respect it. She knows she knows about the podcast. She knows everything she knows. I don't think she knows what she did. She doesn't remember She's like, okay. I'm like, well, you did kick me in the ball. She's like, all right, we'll agree to disagree. And I'm like, okay. So whatever, right? Obviously, this uh, person is a little, little, a little out there, man. But I was just like, yeah, yeah. All right, let's do it. What am I going to do? I mean, uh, it's funny. I, I do miss her in, in, in a way. 
because uh, we did used to hang out a lot, especially well during football season. You know, I just wasn't expecting to see her until at least September. But uh, yeah, she's the first person I'm bringing up, and you know what? I couldn't have been happier that she called because who the fuck wants to? You know, I'm thinking about this show, and I'm like, I've never done anything like this before. You know, how nervous I get before performing anyway because I don't do it enough, and I'm like saying to myself, "Well, that's all I need is to see somebody who's." You know, maybe angry with me. It's still, I don't know how she's going to act or I don't know how I'm going to feel when I see her. So, you know what? Thank God she called. It's beautiful. And thank God we'll spend some time together before the show. That's that. You know what? It 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 works somehow. I know it's crazy, right? It's I mean, what, what are the odds? But I guess maybe the odds are good. The thing about comedy, comedy is very small business. I don't know what to tell you. I am very confused by the whole thing. I certainly didn't want to get annoyed, and I certainly wasn't going to call that guy. I'm like, are you kidding? Because uh, who cares? Let's see what this thing is before we get out of control. We got to see what the thing is. I mean, this is obviously the first day I didn't tell anybody because I don't know what's happening, and I don't know what to tell you guys, and we'll see what's happening. My guess is by week five, it'll be down to where doing things the correct way, I guess, or something, and... I know there's a break in between, and wouldn't you know it, wouldn't you know it, I got like three Saturday things I'm doing now that this thing has come up. Like, you know me. I never have anything to do on Saturdays. I make dinner, and because I work, I don't schedule anything for Saturdays and Sundays. And wouldn't you know it, in June, three weeks, the first week, the third week, and the last week, I've got things planned that now I can do two of them, and the only one I actually wanted to do and asked to be a part of, I can't do anymore. I got to take the gig. I don't know what this can become, and I have to give it a try. And quite frankly, quite frankly, folks, I know I need this. I need to get out on Saturday nights. I need to get out of the house. I mean, listen to this. You know, they definitely have changed my hours now. Now, the new schedule is Wednesday nights. I work from four to midnight. Now, I don't hate it, at least for the summer. This is the new thing. So now my new schedule is Mondays, eight to four, you know, still waking up at 530. But Wednesdays now, I don't have to go to the office and I don't have to wake up early. So it's not awful. And I don't have to have breakfast. <laughs> That's a huge thing. I mean, if we're ever going to do any, I mean, I'm definitely... I mean, I can just look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, oh my God, even the black shirts aren't helping at this point. This is bad. And it's all my fault and I cannot stop. And yesterday was no help knowing full well, I really need to lose some weight. Didn't help. And But I'm telling you, I haven't been out of the house besides going to get Duncan. Well, actually, well, you know what? Let, why don't we start from the beginning? I'm just saying like, I haven't really done anything since like Tuesday when I woke up. It's already Friday and I'm like, well, I'll just wait till Saturday. And I did have plans tonight and I'm like, nah, I'm just gonna wait till Saturday. So thank God for this Saturday thing because otherwise, again, I don't know whether I'd be leaving the house ever at this point now with Wednesdays not leaving and Wednesdays usually being my play day. So I'm going to start you off where I left you last Friday because this is crazy too. I mean, it's not crazy, crazy, but it's like crazy. Last Friday, I told you about my nephew, and I'm just like, well, this kid, he's so stupid, you know? And so he wants to hang out. I'm like, I don't want to hang out with him. Beth's like, my sister's like, are you going to see him? Are you going to see him? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to see him. And and then I've, I felt bad, and I'm like, you know what, kid? If, if you're in between gigs and you need a place to hang out, you can come here. I didn't want to meet him because he always wants to meet by Penn Station. 
not interested in going there on my day off. Can anyone blame me who's ever been there? Anybody who's ever commuted in their life, I don't think anybody could possibly blame me for not wanting to meet somebody at Penn Station on your day off from work. It sucks there. I said, just just come over. So my plan Friday, so here's the thing, right? I'm trying to get my finances together, okay? I'm, I'm trying to fix everything that was broken from COVID, as you know. You know, make a deal with uh, whoever I can and try and just work stuff out. You know, whether it's the IRS or the rent people or bills, all this kind of stuff, I'm trying to work it out. And it's really difficult for somebody like me who's not good at this. But I'm doing the best I can as a, and I'm doing the air quotes, adult. So the first thing I want to do is switch banks. Because I'm at Citibank right now, and there's a reason they call it shitty bank. It's fucking horrible. Now, I've been with Citibank because I used to work there, and I liked it. I've been with them for like 30 years. So I wanted to, I'm like, the first thing I want to do is just change banks. And I'll tell you why. And you're going you're gonna to like this, or maybe this is something everybody should think of. After being with a bank for so long, you know, there's all these, it's, it's, this isn't the bank's fault. This is a Dave Juskow problem, or maybe all of you. You know, now we get all these streaming services that just pull from our accounts monthly. Streaming services, web stuff. There, I got a whole bunch of shit that's pulling from my accounts every month. But if I change banks, that'll all stop. And they'll be like, oh, you don't have this because there's something wrong with your account. Well, you know what? Good. Now we'll get to start f- fresh. You, you know what I mean? So all the things that are pulling $10, $12 at a time, including Sirius Radio, I'm like, yeah, let me think about this. Let me take a month off from everything and see what I really need. I mean, quite frankly, Howard Stern goes on vacation for two months. Maybe I don't need Sirius anymore. I do like listening to the reruns at night, but and there's not much else to choose from, but that's the only reason I use whatever this monthly charge is I, I don't even know what these charges are. You know, I may say sometimes I see them all listed when I'm doing my taxes, but, you know, and of course my favorite one, you know, I, 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 I paid for CBS.com because I was looking for a couple of Love Boat episodes to show Gilbert and Jeff on a, on a, when I started doing the bonus show, I'm like, well, this is what I'll make the bonus show until I realize I can make the bonus show, you know, just different. And I signed up for CBS.com. I'm like, I'll sign up for one week. And if you know how it works. You sign up for one month, you, you forget to cancel, and then all of a sudden I'm like, well, uh, let me, uh, all of a sudden I can get odd couple episodes I want, maybe even for the podcast when I want to align. Then all of a sudden they turn to Paramount Plus, and I'm like, well, you know, I actually have it because it. T- I didn't know it turned over, and I was like, wait, I have this? You know, it's one of those things where you're like, you don't even know you have it, and then I'm kind of enjoying it, but I'm like, nah, you know what? If I take a clean break where they're like, your account's not working, I can really think about this. Because these streaming services, I, I looked up last night, I'm like, wait a minute, is there a place you can pay like $100 a month or something, $50 a month to get all the streaming services? And I'll tell you where this leads to. Well, I, now I'm all over the place. Okay, so let's just continue with this story, right? So I'm like, I'm going to change banks because this is going to solve half of my problems. Right, And I'll get to start fresh with all these things taken out. I'll start the way I want to. It'll probably fuck up a whole shitload of stuff. You know, stuff you're not, you know, no, realizing. Easy pass. 
You know, the stuff I go through the Lincoln Tunnel, I never think about. You know, that kind of shit where you're like, shit, I need that. You know, whatever, right? So, but I don't care. I'm like up for it, so I have to make the change, and then I know about it. I'm like, all right, this is a logical change. You know what I'm talking about. But here's the best part, and here's where I'm an example of being old (laughs) and hilarious. (laughs) So I was going to – I said Friday, last Friday, last week, a week from taping this – I said, you know, Friday is the day I'm going to go down to the bank and open an account. Now, I don't think anyone needs to do that anymore. I'm pretty sure you can do everything online, but I am old fashioned and I want to go to the bank and open an account like in Mary Poppins. I get my toppings together and open an account where Dick Van Dyke is going to greet me. I have toppings. I have a wooden leg named Smith. So, you have tuppence? May I be permitted to see it? No, I want it to feed the birds. Fiddlesticks, boy. Feed the birds, and what have you got? Fat birds. But if you invest your tuppence wisely in the bank, safe and sound, soon that tuppence safely invested in the bank will come pound and you'll achieve that sense of conquest as your affluence expands in the hands of the directors who invest as propriety <laughs> demands. May I, sir? Carry on, Banks. Tuppence prudently, thriftily, frugally invested in the... To be specific, in the doors, tones, mouseling, grubs, fidelity, fiduciary bank. As I showed you on the podcast last week, because I took the picture where I was vomiting, that's what I was wearing on Friday. My nephew took the picture of the spot, which I didn't want to wait till next week because it was last week. My, My nephew did come over, and then I'll tell you about that in a second, but let's finish this. I didn't like what I was wearing. I felt I was dressed poorly to go to the bank. And my sister goes, I say, you got to dress up for the bank. She's like, what era are you living in that they would give a shit if you're dressed at the bank? I'm like, well, you know, I come from a different time. I want to be, I mean, there's two things you want to, um, you know, I'm thinking of Spider-Man 2. Am I going to get that toaster when I sign up where Aunt May is like, I'm also giving piano lessons. I- I'm also teaching classes at my, like, they're not going to give me an account. That's the social security. Yes, I see. My Uncle Ben's life insurance. Yes, but I'm afraid it's just not sufficient to refinance your home. Oh, but I'm giving piano lessons again. You are? Ow! We, we appreciate that you've just opened up a, a new Super Saver account with us today. At least we get the toaster. Actually, that's only with a deposit of uh, 300 or more. And, and, and then I'm thinking of catch me if you can and i don't know if you know this reference christopher walken 
is uh, driving Leonardo DiCaprio out of the bank. Now, son, I want you to see this. The president of the bank is going to open that door for your father. You know why the Yankees always win, Frank? Because they have Mickey Mann? No. It's because the other teams can't stop staring at those damn pinstripes. <laughs> Watch this. The manager of Chase Manhattan Bank is about to open the door for your father. And I'm thinking about that. And it's, I'm like, well, I got to dress nicer, which I didn't. I mean, I wore a better shirt when I did this yesterday. But it was so, I was like, what if, I don't know what, they must get horrible people in there that are just like, I want to open a bank. Okay. I mean, I'm, yeah, that sounds horribly racist. But I'm saying I don't think people think of their wardrobe when they're going in to get an account. And I don't even know who goes to the physical bank to open an account anymore. All I know is Citibank sucks in every way. I don't even have a tap card. I've told you that before. I am going to miss when people are trying to tap it. And I just sit there and don't tell them I don't have the tap card. So I'm glad I'm in a bank that's going to be part of the fucking future. Fuck you, Citibank, you stink. Oh, I'll get a notification for a purchase I made, so then I'll know that it's for real. I mean, Jesus Christ, they stink. I mean, they really stink. Their online presence stinks. Everything about them. And they used to, I stayed with them for a long time because they used to be great, but they just never went into the future. But all that being said, it's hilarious that I was like, no, I got to dress up in a jacket and tie to go get my account, which really I should have done because I certainly don't have much money to put in there. I don't have a lot to bargain with. And then the other thing is like, I don't think they give a shit, especially since I'm going to have a direct deposit. That's all they really care about from my uh, job. But it, it but, and really you have to give them 25. I'm like, well, we need $25 to them. I'm like $25. I was afraid I was going to have to give them like $3,000. I, I don't know how banks work. I'm like, 25 bucks? Why the hell do you even need 25 bucks? What, what is this? Just a, he's like, do you have cash? And I'm like, do I have cash? What do we do? What's going on? He's like, no, there's nothing I can do. You know, whatever. I saw it. Anyway, I went to the bank yesterday. I went to the bank yesterday. And, I opened, and I'll tell you something. I walked in and I went to the Good Park Avenue one. You know, like, uh, like you know, the, the, I wanted to go to the, the headquarters. And I went, and it's on Park Avenue. And I'm like, I'm not dressed good enough. I'm not dressed good enough. But, you know, I was wearing, but I was wearing black. I didn't look awful. <laughs> But I was just better than last week. Right, because last week I was worried about the pants because I didn't have my jeans because they were in the wash. That's what it was. I was wearing horrible pants. So even though wearing the jeans and the black shirt, it seems better dressed up than, you know, what I was wearing the other day. And uh, But when I walk in, there's a guy in a jacket and tie. So then why wouldn't I feel intimidated? And then he brought me over to this guy who's in a jacket and tie who helped me with my account. Now, this guy was the greatest guy. We had a great time. We were sitting there talking. We're having a good time. We're laughing. He's like 25. He was adorable. I mean, his eyes were unbelievable. I mean, he was a good-looking guy, you know. But we really hit it off. We had a nice time. He's just a kid. He he loves, he's from Long Island. He loves coming to work five days a week. I'm like, what are you talking? Why do you like coming to work five days a week? I don't know. I love it. I, I love being in the office. I'm like, what? And then he brought all these other people in, because and they were all nice. Everybody was nice. Not like they're not nice at Citibank. They're just functions are stupid. But whatever the case may be, it, um, I don't know, it was a pleasant experience, but everybody was in jackets and ties and suit. Like the way I'm supposed to dress up for work, which I do, but I told you the ladies don't, which is interesting, but the men are expected to dress a certain way. Isn't that fascinating? But in this place, you know, the women and the men are dressed up like formal, you know, and it's just, that's old school banking, like, like the, uh, like the Ed Asner thing and uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, like Larry David. 
I am about to transfer a lot of money here, and I'm not going to do it to some cowboy. Because it was Cash Friday. Remember when they used to have that? Hello, sir. Joel Reynolds? You're, you're Joel Reynolds? Yes, I am. Would you like to have a seat, sir? Yeah, in a minute. Uh, I'm, I'm a little puzzled. Uh, what's this outfit? Is it a Halloween party or what is it? Oh, <laughs> no, it's, it's Casual Friday. Casual Friday? What does that mean? That means we just dress like we would at home. But you're not at home. No, but it's just Casual Friday. So. Yeah, I know. You told me that already. What do you do on Casual Friday? Well, we just uh, come into our work, but we dress casually. I don't like it. Well, it's just one day of the week. I don't give a damn if it's uh, half a day a week. I don't like it. I'm here to change my will. A lot of money is involved. It's very important to me. Oh, we wouldn't treat you casually. Then why the hell are you dressed that it's way? Just... I want you to be on cutting edge, man, whenever you're handling my business. This is cutting edge. I don't edge. need this crap. You look like a fucking cowboy. You, you, you're JR, huh? Joel Reynolds, right? Look, we, we you were... belong in Dallas, not no, L.A. I'm sorry, please. If, if, yeah, if, you should. Just and understand I, that we... That you we... should be sorry because you just lost my account. You go wrangle somebody else's. Thank you very much, son of a bitch. If you come back on a Monday or a Tuesday... If they're making you come to the office, why are they making you dress up? At this point, you're coming in three days a week. Can we just wear jeans and just hang around? You're obviously not expecting any... I mean, obviously, if you have... Somebody come and you got something going on that day. You dress up. Whatever. It, I got to say, it was a very pleasant experience <laughs> in the bank. And um, I think this is a good move, you know, to kind of start fresh. But the funny part of just feeling like you needed to dress up in a jacket and tie to go open a bank account. I, again, I don't. And then I asked if I got the toaster and then somebody bought in a refrigerator. And I'm like, well, I'll take that, too. I'm like, I'm sorry, we don't give... They don't give out toasters anymore. You know what? I would like to go to a bank that would give a toaster out because that's old school hilarious. And how much does a toaster... Can can you get that at the Five Below store? So how much does that cost that would make people happy and you also get a toaster in the style of our old school banking ways? No? I don't know. I think getting a toaster at a bank is hilarious. You know what? I should have just bought one in. And then told them, hey, if you somehow give me a discount, I don't know what that discount would be. I'll walk out with the toaster, show everybody how happy I am, and everybody will want to bank here. I should just tell them that I would do that anyway for them. Like, hey, maybe we can make a deal. I'll stand outside your door with like, this toaster is fantastic. Man, this bank is, where'd you get that? I got it inside. I opened an account today for only $25. It was fantastic. And you can get double points if you <laughs> just stand outside there. Maybe they'll give me 100 bucks a day. I would totally do it. You know what a, a whore I'm being for uh, money now? I'll do anything for 100 bucks a day. That's not a lot to ask. I'll do anything. I'll even take this girl kick me in the balls for a ride, which is pretty much what I'm doing. Man, I'll tell you, it's crazy. It's crazy. And here's the other thing that's crazy, right? So my nephew, I say, if you want to come over, so he goes, all right, I'll come over. And I'm like, yeah, crap. And I'm in the middle of this beautiful Mission Impossible. Uh, was it Ghost Protocol? No, no. What was it called? Mission Impossible uh, starts with an R. I don't know. It was the second. It was the third. Then there's there's one I'm missing, and then I'll be caught up. And and you know why I want to be caught up? Because they're fucking awesome. I didn't I didn't realize how great these Mission Impossible movies really are. They're really good. They got a great sense of humor. I got to tell you, a little better than the last couple of Bond movies. Yeah, I never thought I'd say that, but this Tom Cruise. God damn, he's really terrific. He's really terrific. And I'll tell you this, watching a guy that's a little older than me do all this stuff, 
It's making me pretty happy, right? Because anybody younger can do this, but he's a couple years older than me. I like it. He's in his 60s running around like this, being on the planes, doing all these stunts. And I got a bad back when I wake up in the morning. I mean, I like it. But these Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, that's what it was called. It was excellent. I keep saying I'm going to watch it in pieces, and then I can't. I get too excited, and I got to watch the rest of it. So I like it. I've been really enjoying it. I got to tell you, and I'm excited for the uh, the two parter. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if this is it or not. Yeah, I'm surprised how entertaining they are. That's the thing. So anyway, I was watching that, and I'm like, ah, crap. The kid's coming over. It's no big deal. So he comes over, and I go, oh shit. I um, you want something to drink? And he's like, sure. And, no, I said, do you want something to drink? He goes, yeah, I can eat. And I'm like. Yeah, I didn't say, I said, do you want something to drink? So I go in my refrigerator. I was like, oh, have I, you want a Snapple? He's like, yeah, I'll have a Snapple. And I'm like, oh, you can't have a Snapple. Sorry, I already drank from it. Let me, let's go next door and get some drinks. Yeah, I can eat. And I'm like, what What are you saying? You want so one of the reasons I didn't want to come home because I didn't want to eat. I was trying not to eat. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. He's, I'm like, all right, so you can eat. And so we're going past the, I'm like, well, let's get, you know, we can get some pizza or something. Uh, he's like, yeah, I can have sushi. And I'm like, what? So he's, he's looking across the street and he's like, hey, what's that sushi place? I'm like, oh, that's a great sushi place. It closed two months ago or closed six months ago. He's like, oh, but this one right across the street, this one's terrific. He's like, well, let's go there. And I'm like, that closed two months ago. So it's beautiful. I had no sushi on my block. So I'm like, no, come on, let's just get pizza. Because I don't want to eat sushi. And quite frankly, I don't want to pay for sushi. And this kid eats because he's a growing boy. And he exercises, so it's okay. You know, it's not like it's a little fat kid or anything. He's, uh, you know, he can put it away because he'll lose it because he exercises. He looks amazing. So we go to this pizza place across the street, which I hate. I think it's called like Brooklyn Brothers or something. Because the guys who work in there are just fucking idiots, and I hate it. It's like designer pizza. You know, I've eaten there a couple times because they have tables. So I go in. I'm like, fine, I'll go to this place because we can sit down and eat like gentlemen. And I guess, you know, whatever, get whatever you want. Kid gets like four slices of pizza, a gar- a couple of garlic knots, and uh, what do you call it, a zeppoli, and a dessert. <laughs> and I'm like, whatever, he's a growing boy. He, I mean, he woofs them down. Like, not even fat. I didn't even notice until it was done because I had one piece. It took me a while to eat it. I think he was finished by the time I finished my one, but I didn't even notice he was eating fast. He's just, like I said, a growing boy. And then we were talking, and he was like, you know, Uncle David, can you tell me how you, t- how you talk to women? And I'm like, well, kid, I was hoping you were going to ask. <laughs> you know, but he, him, like my doorman, I, I, I guess there is something where I will, even though I can't seem to get a girlfriend or anything, I, I guess the perception is that I am good at talking to people, really, is what I guess it is. And um and he's like you're always so good at talking to the waitresses and stuff like that and I guess I'm good at that obviously I just I I don't know where the other issue lies but I guess the you know they just want the opening so I was trying to explain it. I'm like well you got to find I don't know like maybe not even something in common you just got to make an opening statement like if she's wearing a hat like oh you know uh, I I love the uh, Cincinnati Reds <laughs> you know whatever something like that I mean that was the first. I mean, it's ridiculous for an unmarried man at 75 to explain to a 20-year-old how to pick up chicks, obviously, but, you know, he sees the skills, right? He, he senses the skills. So then, right there, so then, this is the best. I'm like, well, so then we're in my lobby, and I'm talking to the doorman and stuff, and I go, well, it's like that girl in the coffee shop the other day, and, I, and, and then the girl who I spoke to in the coffee shop 
Mariana the other day. Remember I told you I went in there because she was so pretty. I said, well, actually, she's there now. So I'll go get a cup of coffee. I'll sacrifice my stomach since I already had coffee and a pizza. And, oh, I I think I ate the rest of that tuna sub from last week. I'm like, well, I know I'm going to get a stomachache, but I'll sacrifice it Let's go in there and talk to her, and then maybe, maybe I want to say pick up some pointers, but I don't know what those would be. So we go in, and she's there, and I'm like, "Hey, you remember me, right?" I don't know. That's the way it seems in my head. But I was talking to her, and he was paying attention, and I was just like, just I don't know even what I was saying because I don't even know how to tell him what to do. I was just like. I don't know. It's hard to make conversation, but we're just talking about coffee. So I, don't, I mean, it's the most obvious. Hey, how long have you been working here? You're, you know, that, that kind of stuff. The most obvious stuff just to get the conversation rolling and see if they're interested in communicating back. And then, you know, I told them, I'm like, sometimes you can tell they don't want to be spoken to. And that's when you really go hard in and annoy the crap out of them. <laughs> well, that's, I said that to him, but that's, I told them it, there's also, uh, don't do that. <laughs> that's your uncle David does that. And that's why he's not uh, married. <laughs> yeah, so we were talking, and I think he was impressed. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm going to get the kid a cookie, you know, like whatever, uh, whatever the way we were talking, and it was cool, and she was really pretty, and he acknowledged, boy, she's really pretty. I'm like, yeah, I know. So I think I invited her to a, a comedy show. I'm like, yeah, you got to come down to a show. She's like, oh, yeah, let me know when that is or whatever. Because I'm like, it's always good if you can invite them to something, you know, even if it's not like a comedy show, but something you're doing like, hey, we're going to see this uh, band the other night. I don't know if you're interested in something like that, you know, like something like that to kind of make it or I don't know. I'll come back next week. I'm always I don't know something. I don't even how can I I I don't even have any knowledge because it's obviously I mean, I guess sometimes it works. I don't I don't know how to even what I'm talking about. Right. But I think he. He like I don't know why he's having so much trouble. I think it's just the the girls at that uh, horrible college. Oh no, that's the college I teach at. Sorry, I don't know why he's having so much trouble. He's he's good looking. He's tall. He's built. He's he's fun. He sings. He dances <laughs> like his uncle David. You know. Oh, uh, I I don't know how he's not meeting. I mean, we know how theater girls are. We know that. But if you're a straight guy in the theater. I mean, this is what Vincent's entire life was about. My friend Vincent, you know, I mean, he was the one straight guy, the bunch of gay guys in the theater. It's just, it seems like, you know, you should be the man. I mean, all these girls, are they crazy? Yeah, but they certainly are good looking girls in theater, musical theater. You're a straight boy. That just seems like it's like a dream come true. I just never, you know, I just, have a depiction of myself which is just ugly and gross and jewy and this you know for years now obviously i don't give a crap which is probably why and we talk about this with jeff ross all the time we say i mean what about jeff jeff how does he get all these beautiful women i'm like this guy's got more confidence than you could ever possibly imagine and it is total confidence confidence is everything and i don't have it. the girls figure it out within you know two minutes they can smell ignorance as we say all the time you know what he said afterwards no he said the lady had knowledge and he was glad to get that knowledge you know why why because college girls can smell ignorance like dog shit <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I'll think about it. Hey, where are you going to school next year? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Big school. So maybe I come in there kind of cocky, which is, allows the first place, but they can tell, eh, this guy's up to something. He doesn't have any confidence. He's projecting confidence now, but I can see his confidence disappearing in about 10 minutes. So if I talk to him for 10 minutes, I'll probably be, and really it's in five minutes that I, I kind of lose it. I used to have 20 minutes and that's dwindled over the years, but it was really funny. So then I, you know, drank the coffee, we went upstairs and then he had to leave. We talked for a little bit about girls and dating and stuff like that. He told me about what he's up to and, you know, what's the matter with the girls. And it's kind of a fun conversation to have, you know, with your nephew, kind of the stuff I always wanted to have about my nephew. And then he left. And then I totally got sick. My stomach was killing me from the tuna sub, the early coffee, the pizza, and then the cafe mocha. Forget about it. So then my friend... Lara calls me and she's like, can I come over? And I'm like, oh God, Um, because she was going through something with the boy. I said, this this is not a good time to come over. And I was like, let me tell you a little story. (laughs) I was trying to help my nephew and in such uh, got diarrhea and there's no way I can uh, uh, accept any company at this time. (laughs) What are the odds? No one ever comes over here. And then two people want to come over one night, and unfortunately, I it was just too embarrassing. I wasn't sure how long it was going to last. Uh, it was just, I mean, I had it coming, and I knew it when I had that second cup of coffee, whatever it was going to be. I mean, I knew, I was like, but I wasn't planning on doing anything that night, so I was okay with it. And then wouldn't you know it? She's like, but I'm all dressed up, and I don't have anywhere to go. And I'm like, ah, oh, crap. And I knew she was going to look really pretty, and I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I would, any other day, <laughs> this is not a good time for me. It's not a good look for me. So, oh, that was uh, pretty hilarious. That was just on Friday, last goddamn Friday. And I talked to my friend Chris Murphy, and we were talking about our love lives and how mostly we just like talking about food now. He's like, well, I'm thinking about having a steak. I'm going to put some garlic on it. So I'm like, oh, that sounds fit. That's all I want to talk about right now is just really food. Um, I think we've both just given up. And uh, that's how we're going to spend our weekends from now on. Well, see, now I got that show. So I won't have to. Now I got something to do on Saturdays. This will get me out of whatever this awful eating fatness loop I'm on. And maybe I'll be able to lose some weight by the time I finally go to the beach in August when I'm actually ready to go. We'll see. We'll see. Meanwhile, Saturday morning, I go get a cup of coffee before work. And I go to Walgreens and I'm following a guy wearing. Now, if you remember correctly, last week, I believe I told you I got a bottle of Febreze and they had everything locked up. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this really sucks. And they're like, I'm sorry, everybody's stealing everything. I'm walking behind this guy and i'm like this guy looks like a trouble wearer. he's wearing a spider-man mask it's like eight in the morning he's walking funny he goes into the walgreens i'm like something bad is going to happen goes to the walgreens steals three bottles of waters the guy yells at him from behind the counter get out of here get out of here and he walks out and i'm like oh my god now i see why everything's locked up this is the second incident i don't know whether i told you about this in penn station saw the exact same thing they're putting the water bottles up front 
people are just stealing. They know they're there. They know nobody's going to do anything about it because they know the cops aren't doing anything about it now. And both times I have left the shop and kind of followed the person and looked for a cop so I could tattle on them. So I could say this person stole some stuff or, or think about maybe telling them, hey, that person just left. Now, I know the cops aren't going to do anything, but it's like it, it, it's it's fucking my life up because they keep locking up Febreze and Listerine. So I'm like, listen, you got to capture these jerk offs. And I totally wanted to be like Dan Aykroyd in trading places. You know that. I was like, there he is. Get him. He tried to steal the payroll. He's under the table. But then I thought to myself, Jesus Christ, two people I've seen stealing stuff, they've been stealing water, not liquor, not anything else, water. I guess that's a douche move to uh, to tell on. But again, I've still gone outside and haven't seen any cops, which is not good either. But everybody's afraid to do something. But I guess if you're going to steal water, maybe you just let that go. And obviously the guy behind the counter ain't going to do anything. He's just like, get out of here, get out of here. And they don't even do anything. I don't even think they tell the cops anymore. But I think, like, you should. Like, at least tell them. No? Anyway, I go to the counter and I go, Jesus Christ, I can't believe that. I, You know, I was wondering, you guys keep saying you lock everything up. He goes, hey, that's what you get for living in a blue state. And I go, huh? And he goes, yeah. You know, at the uh, Walgreens down in Texas, they carry guns. And I'm like, oh, that's, um, that's a, yeah, they should do that, right? Because you know me. I'm always like, yeah. Because you want to hear how far the person's going to go. So I like that. As long as none of my neighbors are around, I'm like, yeah, right? I mean, shouldn't it? Yeah, it should totally be like that. It's the best way to go so you don't make any trouble. Yeah, what am I going to say to that guy? That's ridiculous. I'm going to have a fight with the guy at fucking Walgreens who just told the thug to get out. Thank God he didn't include himself with jumping over the counter. And nowadays, what the fuck are you supposed to do? All I'm saying, I'm telling you this story because it's so fucked up. And it was just an early morning incident. I came back from my break. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I just saw a robbery, you know, and, and, and I just went to get a cup of coffee. All this happened. It's so weird. I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. It, it's, it, it's very strange living here. And I don't, you know, the, the question is, where's that guy with the Spider-Man mask going next? And that, that's the issue I'm saying. You steal a couple of bottles of water. You need to survive. I can obviously understand that. But the question is, you know, who's he going to bother next? What's his agenda next? Probably nothing, but who knows? That's the way I'm thinking. He tried to rob the payroll, Randolph. He attacked me in broad daylight. I didn't do nothing, man. This guy bumped into me. I did not. You knocked me down and tried to grab my briefcase. Yeah, but it was an accident, man. An accident? Really? What's going to happen to this man? We're going to book him. An assault, attempted robbery, and resisting arrest. Well done, Winsorp. Hey, man, I'm innocent. This guy bumped into me. I was trying to give him his briefcase back to him. Shit, I can't be going to jail because I'm asswipe ain't watching where he's going. Officer, I would like to press full charges. People like this are a menace to decent society. Anyway, I went home that day, and um, I had also the week before bought Doritos, tangy ketchup, and spicy mustard. Two different bags. I've taken pictures of the one I ate, which is the tangy ketchup. I ate that on Saturday. It was quite delicious. I'll show you a picture of the thing. It's a new Doritos brand, Tangy Ketchup. And the guy at the counter was so funny. He goes, oh, man. He kept calling it Tangy, Tangy. You think it's Tangy? What do you think Tangy is? I'm like, well, I think it's kind of more of a sweetness to it. And he's like, well, tell me how they are. Tell me how those mustard ones are. You think they'll be spicy? 
And I'm like, well, mostly because it says spicy mustard, I'm going to say yes. But I don't want to fuck with the guy because he's, you know, he's working on a goddamn Walgreens. So it's just like, I'm not, I'm not going to tell him I'm any better than he is. But that, I mean, that's, I mean, that is, <laughs> as a quote again, comedian. You think it'll be spicy? Well, judging by the cover that says spicy, I'm going to say yeah. But I'll let you know how they are. So I'm excited to see that guy. I haven't seen him yet. I tell him that the ketchup was all right so far. Uh, I was going to try the spicy mustard probably this Sunday. Probably this Sunday, yeah. Because I always have a bag, a small bag of potato chips in between for my lunch when I'm at work, when I'm working from home. That's what I do. That's probably not good either. <sighs> I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. All I know is on Saturday night, I got an email that made my day from the owner of the Comedy Cellar, Noam, who wrote me, who forwarded me an email that he got from the feedback feed from the comedy seller that said, I just want you to know that the show I saw, which was Dave Juskow's show, and I don't know this guy, <laughs> was great. The game was really a great way to break up, break things up. Alon was great. And Marina, Nick, and Dan Natterman were great. I'd like to see the older people get more spots as I've seen younger people have. It's nice to see this. So I don't know who this person was. I don't recognize his name. I had to write to know him. I'm like, this is fantastic. I told you this game was going to work. And I swear I don't know the person that wrote it. I said, we should talk about this. And I don't know what I said. I just said, Liz isn't really letting me do the show. I guess I said that. But I only said, she says she's, you know, you guys are doing house shows, but maybe we could talk about a different way to do it. But she must be furious at me because I went to know him because I saw her on uh, mon Monday and she's just not even talking to me anymore. Not even looking at me which we all knew was going to happen. But I had a choice. I either be friends with Liz, who doesn't let me do anything, or I go to know where I can actually perform at the place. What, what was I going to do? I don't know why she's mad at me. I didn't, I didn't throw her under the bus. I just said, I heard you guys are doing this. You know, is it possible to work around this? I, I guess. Maybe. I, I don't know. But we got that great email. They take those extremely serious. One email is all it takes to can you. But one email could be all it takes to make it better. So we were supposed to be Monday. He didn't come. So, But I think we want to talk about doing it some more, which is great. But right now, there's nothing on the books. We'll see what happens. But that was great because you know one email will ruin your career. It happened to Ryan Reese, who had a show, and they got one email because he was putting up people that weren't seller comics, and his show got canned. And it is that simple. And like as you know... They wrote back for the legendary Wid, and they, at least that one, they were like, well, they didn't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> That's, of course, a classic. But anyway, on Sunday, I worked half a day because I had to go to Rachel Feinstein's kid's three-year-old birthday party all the way out in Queens. So I was all ready, and I knew, I was, I knew how I was going to do it. I was going to take the city bike over the bridge, and then the old school motor scooter all the way into Queens, all the way. Because there was no other way to get the subway doesn't go there. So I'm like, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I carry my backpack and carry the gifts in the backpack. And this is what I'm going to do. And I did it. It was a very pleasant day. But I'll tell you, it's terrifying. Because the map, even for a bike, and the, that's the problem. These maps, they tell you how to go. They don't, they do motorcycles, cars, and bikes. But they don't do motor scooters. So you're never sure which way to go. 
but they put you on Queens Boulevard for about three, four miles. And again, I don't know whether I've told you. I know I have told you. I don't know if you remember, but Queens Boulevard's nickname is the Boulevard of Death. And that's all I'm thinking of when I'm riding my little scooter like uh, Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man 2. (laughs) La, 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 la. (laughs) When all these cars are going to pile in and it's just going to be so dangerous. And of course, I can't, they don't have anything to put the phone, uh, you know, up in front of me to hold it. So I have to keep stopping and looking at the map because I don't know where I'm going and I don't want to end up on the Long Island Expressway or something like that. I don't know where I'm going. Queens is really complicated and stupid. But I made it there in plenty of time. It was great. And it was a really fun time. Uh, Rachel's got a new house. It, it was it was made up night. And I saw it when it was like nothing. It looked good. Sam Morell was there. Jessica Curson, Yamanika. Amy Schumer came. It was actually nice to see her. You know, we we hugged, we talked for a little bit. I hadn't seen her in a long time. I'm glad we don't have any ill will. You don't want to be on her bad side. But here's an interesting thing, though. I uh, people from 20 to like people who are in their 20s for some reason really dislike Amy Schumer. I mean, I found that twice. I found that in my classroom. I found it the, the other yesterday at the bank. The guys, are, oh, I can't stand her. The guys, 25 people who are in their 20s don't like Amy Schumer. I mean, they. They hate her. And I can't for the life of me figure out why. I mean, I know why some people don't like a comic, but boy, I you know, mentioned her in my class and they were like angry about it. I don't know what she's done to hate people. I don't know what that means for the rest of her career. My guess is it shouldn't be a big deal because people in their 40s and 50s seem to like her, I guess. So you can live your life that way forever. But she must have done something to piss off this generation of kids. And I can't for the life of me figure out what it is, but it's 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 interesting. I, I I really don't I can't imagine what it could be, but that's the like third time I've heard somebody between the age of twenty and thirty like just go, oh. Like mostly they're just like, Oh, I don't really know a lot of her stuff, or oh yeah, she's oh she's pretty good. You know, like they they're just like adamant about it. It's weird. But it was really nice to see everybody, and I had a really good time, and I drank a little bit. I was like, yeah, I guess I'll drink. I didn't think I would, because I don't, you know, the day drinking always gives me a headache, but I had like three or four beers, and it was pretty fun, and, you know, it was nice to see everybody, especially Rachel. I never get to see her anymore, and I bought her kid, you know, when you want big laughs, you know, chattering teeth, you know, when you get big la- I even put it on the box. Listen, when you want to get big laughs, I put from... Dave Juskow, uh, SAG-AFTRA. Now we have certain artifacts here, which we date from 1950 to 2000. We'd like any information you can give us on them. Very little exists. For instance. Uh, this was Joseph Stalin. He was a communist. I was not too crazy about him. Had a bad mustache, a lot of uh, bad habits. This is, this is Bela Lugosi. He was, he was the mayor of New York City for a while. You can see what it did to him there. You know, this is um, this is uh, uh, Charles de Gaulle. He um, he was a very famous French chef. Had his own uh, television show. He showed you how to make soufflés and omelets and everything. This um, this is uh, Scott Fitzgerald over here, very romantic writer, big with um, English majors, college girls. You know, nymphomaniacs. That very well. Uh, this is Chiang Kai-shek, who I was not too crazy about either. This is Billy Graham. 
uh, he was uh, very big in the religion business, you know. He uh, knew God personally. They, they got him his complete wardrobe, you know. He used to go out on double dates together. It was a very, very big thing. They were romantically linked for a while. This is uh, some girls burning a brazier. You notice it's a very small fire. Um, this, I don't know what that is. It's a photograph of Norman Mailer. He was a very great writer. He uh, donated his ego to the Harvard Medical School for study. And this, uh, this I can tell you already, this is a, a centerfold from a magazine we used to call Playboy, which um, the, these girls didn't exist in actual life. You know, they were they were rubberized. You had to blow them up and then you'd fasten it and you could you could spread ointment on them or anything else. That you, uh, I'll just take this, uh, you know, and study it later and give you a full report on it. Uh, and... Um would you tell me exactly what this is? This, this is, you see what this is? This is the chattering teeth. And this, this you would buy at a store and you take it to a party if you wanted to get big laughs and you put it down on the coffee table or something, you know, and you'd, and you'd set it off. And then, uh, you see how funny it is? The teeth chatter, they're plastic. And then I put in the second one. I got her. I got her a shirt of some sort. I said, uh, "Dave just got from Crashing from HBO's Crashing." I like to put my credits on a three-year-old's birthday gifts, you know, so they know, you know, where it's coming from. But I got a couple of pictures of some of us, uh, you know, her uh, brother-in-law, her sister-in-law, and stuff who I'm really close with, and you know, some of the other Memo was there. You know, our friend Memo. So it was nice to see him. I never could see him. His kid was there, and you know, so it was a it was a fun day. And I never go out on. Sundays that much, but I'll tell you this. I was there until 8 p.m. You know, I just stayed. And, you know, they got a bathroom. I go to the bathroom, and I, I was making this thing about, like, I love when a household has a bathroom for guests that has paper towels. Now, the, I can't put a ring of paper towels in my bathroom. The best I have are those, those Kleenex wipes. But they're not very good for washing your hands. I mean, maybe if you take like three of them. But if you can fit a paper towel rack in your guest bathroom, that's fantastic. Because you want to wash your hands, but you're not wanting... You, this this little tiny towel they had in the bathroom was, must have been used by 30 people. So it's soaking wet, it's full of germs, and I had no other choice because they didn't even have paper towels in the house. Which you know drives me insane. And then I had the napkin problem again. Like, can I get a napkin? Somebody gave me one napkin. And I had to tell them the story. I'm like, I told all these old people. I'm like, let me tell you a story about five napkin burger. Now this goddamn place. <laughs> so I'm ballistic on the uh, the napkin and the wet towel. The wet towel is so gross. And then I think, I think Rachel got mad at me because her mother-in-law was there. She goes, I know. She just puts the wet towel in. But I'd like to see your mother-in-law be able to put a roll of paper towels in there too. She shouldn't be mad, but her mother-in-law judges everything Rachel does, so it wasn't helpful. But I was angry. And you not you keep a wet towel for your guests. It's so gross, and it's a tiny towel. At least put a beach-sized towel out there. That maybe there's a a chance it can be dry by the time the next person uses it. I don't. Or there's other spaces to use. Oh God, I can't. This is why I leave the bathroom and I always go in somebody's house or apartment. I go to their kitchen sink. And wash my hands because that's where the paper towels are. Now, I don't know if people get grossed out if I wash my hands in the kitchen sink. I don't 
know why they would, but I guess there's a theory to it. If for some reason I got urine or something on my hands, which I don't usually do, but you want to wash your hands after the bathroom. But I'm like, if you're not putting the proper stuff where I can get my hands to be germ-free from soap after I wash them that no one else has used that towel, then, you know, what do you want me to do? I mean, I do it at my office now. I wash my hands in the kitchen sink before I, uh, after I take the subway. I don't wash them in the bathroom. I mean, I could. There's paper towels in there, but the kitchen sink is the best. They got the good bounty paper towels in there. I had a whole thing about it in front of her entire family. I don't know. I don't even know whether they speak English. I mean, I didn't let anybody say anything. I was on a rant for like 20 minutes. There's five napkin burgers. All they do is they bring you one napkin. I mean, what kind of place is this? Who invented this place? Who's in charge of five napkin burger? Bring him to me, I said. <laughs> this is what I do. Then they were still hanging out. I'm like, I got to go because it was getting dark and I was getting nervous. I had to take the bike back. The good thing is no one touched my Ruffle scooter where she lives. Like no one came. I took the exact same one back. It was like waiting for me. It was like having your own motorcycle. It was just waiting for me. So I'm like, great. So I took that back, but I was getting nervous driving at night. On this, I just hadn't done it in a while, especially in Queens. I don't mind driving into Manhattan where I kind of know where I am. But in Queens, you know, it's a little, uh, the boulevard of death. I'm thinking, you know, ah, nighttime. But I drove it back, and thank God I wore a coat because you could make a case for not wearing a coat that day. It was 73, 74. But with the bike, you definitely want to wear a coat. It gets windy. So I'm so, and at night it was freezing. So thank God I did. I should have worn a heavier coat. And then, of course, I got to park the bike by the bridge and then catch another city bike. And to find an electric one was a big to-do, too. I parked the bike. Then I got to walk around again looking for, I mean, what a nightmare it is. But it does work. As long as it's not raining or cold, it's not horrible. It's like you just want to get home at that point. There's no way I'm taking any other bike but electric over that bridge. There's no way I'm taking a regular bike or walking over that. I'm not going to walk the rest of the two and a half miles, whatever the fuck it is. I'm like, I'll, I'd rather take an Uber and spend the money if I have to. But I found a bike and it all worked out, I guess. And then Monday morning, I woke up, right? And I was getting ready for work. And I go to my closet and I'm like, well, it's Black Pants Day because... I've been wearing the blue pants for two weeks, and I, I wear them for two weeks because I got blue and I got black, and they're uh, specialty pants. You know what I'm saying? A little, uh, little, uh, little stretching action. You know what I'm saying? So they're really good. they're good. You know, work like uh, you know, like dress pants. And uh, I'm like, well, the black is today because I can wear them for two weeks because I'm only going in two days a week. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to dry clean them after two uses. I don't. Nobody cares. I don't care. I usually wear them and take them home. I don't go out. And if I go out, I usually uh, change at work and go to jeans. So I'm looking for the black pants. I can't find them. And I don't know whether I told you last week, but last week they put ladies' pants in my... Th I finally took away all my the plastic wrap that's in, a, uh, in the dry cleaning stuff. And I, I threw it out and I returned the hangers to save the planet, one, one hanger at a time. And... Somebody else's pants were in my, you know, my my closet. So I bought them back. I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure these aren't mine. I think they're ladies' pants. And they're like, oh, thank you. And then I realized, well, they must have put that in thinking they were my pants. And then I was pissed because I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Where the, f 
I'm like, they, they, they look, and then I'm like, all right, I'll just get another pair. And I guess they went up in price and they were like 50 bucks. I thought I got them on a deal or something. I just got them from Amazon when I started my job. And I'm like, crap. So on Monday when I got home, I think I went home early. Right, because I had the show and I wanted to take a nap. Right, so I left at lunch to go home. I couldn't wait to go to the dry cleaners. I'm like, listen, I came in here last week. I bought you a pair of pants. Is it possible that you had, that the, the person who had my pants returned my pants? And then she goes, well, they were black pants? I'm like, yeah, they're black pants. I know that's difficult to find. But she had them. She's like, yeah, they got messed up. I'm like, I, I couldn't believe she found them. I was like, well, those pants are lost. And I told them they were 50 bucks because I was really upset about this, obviously. But somehow she... She had them. So there's the whole, it was driving me crazy. Where the hell are those pants? Oh, I'm going to let my dry cleaner have it when I get it. I'm like, well, here they are. Oh, all right then. I wonder if they would have paid for them when they clearly missed it. Like there'd be no way to tell. But since I bought that other pair of black pants in, I felt like I had a case. Anyway, I didn't need it anyway. The pants came back and everything was cool. And yeah, I went back to it because I knew I had to do Marina show on a Monday night. I'm like, hey, if I can go back you know, at lunch and then, you know, just work from home for the, re- the for two hours and then take a nap. That'd be great, which I did because, you know, waking up at 530, it's like, you know, you want to be up. The, the show, remember, the show wasn't until 930. So I left here at like 730 because I was supposed to meet Noam, but he, he wasn't there. I saw Tom Papa outside, which was nice. That's when I saw Liz was really angry because she wasn't talking to me. It was so weird. But we did Marina's show, I hosted, and it went really good. Probably even better than last time, maybe because there was less pressure for me. It went really good. Like, I, I definitely got the audience warmed up, which is tough at a 9.30 on a Monday night show. But it worked out really well. Then I brought up this other girl, brought up Nick, and then Marina. And I think, and they all had a really good show. Remember, Marina was doing like an hour, and the people who were there didn't know she was going to do an hour. They just thought they were at a, a, a show. And they still had a good time. It's amazing, that comedy seller. When you're a pro, uh, people are just happy that they're together and having a good time. They thought they saw a good show. And Marina's such a pro, so it doesn't matter. But I don't know. I mean, I guess they knew what they were getting into. But a lot of them didn't know who Marina was. So I guess they trust the comedy seller, which is why you have to be careful on who you use in a show. But it was great. I didn't have anything to drink. I remember I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that this time. So I... Marie's like, how are you going to get home? So I'll get you an Uber because you help me. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. I, I walk and then I walk until I can't and then I'll take a bike or whatever. So I walked up to Union Square and I found a bike, you know, a good bike. And I took that home and I'm like, I, you know, I was thinking about stopping the halal because I hadn't had anything to eat in a while, like 12 hours. But I'm like, I don't want that today. That's not, I don't know. And then I remembered that sandwich shop that's open like 24 hours by my house. I'm like, well, let me go there. So I, I stopped the bike and I went in and I had something called the San Jose. <laughs> I don't remember what was in it. I took a picture. I think there's roast beef in it. It was a hot sandwich. It was delicious. I wasn't even starving, but I had like some Pringles, the sandwich, and an iced tea. And this was like at one in the morning. It was fantastic. Definitely not as bad as the chili dog late at night, but it was fun. It's like one of those things like, well, I didn't drink tonight, so... I need something to celebrate that it was a good show. <laughs> it's so stupid. And I probably didn't have to eat at night, but I wanted to. And the place was so funny, this late night place. They're, they're very nice over the counter at that hour. And I, I just don't know how. 
they're like the only place that stays open late. They got a couple of tables in there. You can actually probably go in to eat there and have a sandwich or something. I'm glad. I keep forgetting about that place. I can't remember the name of it, but I know I took a picture because it was cool that it was open. It's like one of those pictures you'd want to keep and put in a book like uh, New York City circa 2023, you know, because it was like I've taken a picture of that area before because it's in the movie Manhattan. If my camera caught it correctly, it's it's just kind of cool. Like it just looks like pretty late at night New York stuff. The reason I did move here, not for the guy in the Spider-Man mask that's uh, making everything not great, even though that, of course, happened when I moved here anyway. I mean, you must move here for the action. Am I right? No. Here we go. Is Ana de Armas a Bond girl? Yeah, I'm a Bond girl. I didn't have a romantic story with Bond, which is usually what happens, but mm. I am a Bond girl in No Time to Die, and it was one of the most wonderful experiences I've ever had on set. I love that she movie and character. Yeah. She killed it. Stole the movie. All right, now, quickly, let me tell you about these movies that I saw. Uh, yesterday, especially, uh, I'm just going to start with, I told you about Mission Impossible. So I'm going through the channels and I'm watching this movie called Little Black Book. It's with uh, Brittany Murphy, the late Brittany Murphy and Holly Hunter for some reason and Stephen Tobolowsky. That was off the top of my head. Now, I remember, I'd never seen this movie and I couldn't care less and I kind of remember when it came out and I guess it's about 20 years old, which is so funny. You know, maybe 2003, what the fuck. When Brittany Murphy was... Somehow a star. And you're watching this movie and you're like, God, I don't know how Brittany Murphy became a star because she stinks. Her acting and character are just despicable and horrible. And then you see Oscar winner Holly Hunter in this thing and you're like, why is she in this mess? But she's still good no matter what she does because she's a pro. And Brittany Murphy, you're just like, you know, because it's like sometimes you want to see this. Wait, what? Why was she a big star? I need to, I need, you know, I watched the documentary, understood, and obviously her thing in Clueless and also in uh, Girl Interrupted was very good. But that's where it ended. This movie stinks. I mean, it stinks. And the worst part was, like, I'm watching it, I don't know when, but I record the rest of it because I'm like, all right, now I can, fuck. Now I got to see how it ends. And she goes to, like, she's dating a guy and she goes to interview his last three girlfriends. Like, the premise seems pretty good. But she's a moron, and the premise is moronic. And Kathy Bates is in it too. I don't all these Oscar winners, because I guess at that time Brittany Murphy's for some reason a huge star. And when you're watching this, you're like, how did this happen? Maybe that's why she's dead. She knew she was a big phony, even though I still believe her husband killed her. But he's dead too, so we'll never know. Yeah, this movie stinks. I don't. I can't recommend it at all. And then you know, in watching the ending, I'm like this is awful. Like, it's just like, I'm like, damn it. I'm angry that I watched the ending. But there are some pretty girls in it, so that's, you know, I let it go. Holly Hunter really looks good too, which is weird. Um, but it's just so bad and so stupid and there's no saving grace to it. And then you're like, guess they were making movies like this before COVID. And I think, I feel like they've stopped doing it but I'm not positive. I don't know. They're just such useless movies. And I, I wonder if girls like them. And that's why they like Brittany Murphy. I mean, she's such a bad actress. And I don't believe there's anything to her. I don't know.
in watching this, I I gotta I gotta rethink this. I gotta rethink this. You know what? You changed my mind. I gotta rethink this. Yeah, I gotta rethink this whole thing. So anyway, here's the best thing though. All I want to do is watch this movie Ghosted, because Anna De Armas is in it, and she's fantastic. I've told you about her because I watched that horrible Marilyn for an hour where I couldn't even stand it for two seconds only because Anna de Armas is in it and only because I saw her in, uh, what's the last James Bond? No Time to Die because she was great in it. And I'm like, boy, this girl's really pretty. I love her and I want her to be really successful. And she ain't that great an actress either. <laughs> even though I believe she was nominated this year. But it doesn't matter. She's hot like Gal Gadot. She's got an accent and I'm all in. So I'm very excited to see this movie goes. And this brings me back to what we were talking about at the top of the, uh, the show. And it's uh, Chris Evans, I think, right? Captain America. So I'm like, well, how can I lose? And, uh, Captain America and this super hot girl is going to be great. And, you know, it's like they're dating and then she turns out to be a spy. It's like true lies. And I'm like, well, that sounds that sounds great. And the and the and the picture, the poster is great. She's hot in it. She's like. You know, keeping him down, keeping him safe, like while she's in this hot dress. And I'm like, well, this movie is clearly made for me. But it's on Apple TV. Fucking Apple TV. The one thing there's no way I'm getting, because I don't have any Apple products, not on purpose. Like, just like, I don't have any Apple products. So I clearly don't have a, you know, a number for that or whatever. And I'm like, ugh. But yet, uh, the peanuts are on there now and Halloween and Christmas. And I wouldn't mind seeing that. But. I have this one kind of illegal thing, uh, this one app that gets me a lot of this stuff that I don't have to pay for. That's how I saw Tetris. And, you know, it's not, you, know, you shouldn't be, I, I, most of the stuff I pay for, but the Apple, anything that's on Apple TV, I have to watch through this other medium. And it's not a very good way to watch. Usually there's, you know, foreign subtitles and uh, the graphics aren't good because my screen can't seem to hold a, you know, a big megabyte pixel or something because I have an old TV. So I'm like, well, I don't want to sign up. So let me see if it's on here. They got like seven streams I could follow. And all of them are, I, I, are, are, are Arabic. Arabic, right. I was going to say Arabic. <laughs> They're Arabic. They have Arabic writing on the bottom. And I'm like, fuck it. I can stand the Arabic subtitles if I can watch this movie. So I'm watching the movie and I'm watching it and it's, it's very poor quality because I, I had to keep going because it kept pausing and I had to keep going down a lower resolution, you know, so I'm like, well, this kind of sucks because the reason I'm watching is because of this girl and now I can't see her in all HD glory. So this is upsetting. So I'm watching the movie. You're going to love this or you're going to hate it. I'm watching the movie and... I'm, in, I'm enjoying the opening and they cut to Anna Diarmas and all of a sudden I notice that her cleavage is blurred out and I'm like wait is that is it just my eyes because I'm you know my eyes are driving me crazy or or is something going on here I keep watching a little bit more and I'm like wait a minute they they are blocking out her cleavage and the whole time I'm saying to myself why aren't they showing any wide shots. This is a strange directed movie. I only see close-ups. What is she wearing? I thought she was going to be wearing something sexy. This blows. But I'll let it go because the coming attraction said she's going to be wearing something sexy eventually. So then they go into this museum. And I'm like, no, okay, wait a minute. 
They're definitely covering up her cleavage. Okay, this is an Arabic thing. These people are awful. These people are horrible people. This is why I was very upset that Rachel went to Dubai. They're awful people. They treat women like pieces of shit. They won't even allow, they won't even show Wonder Woman or Wonder Woman 2 because Gal Gadot's from Israel. These people are horrible people. The Arabs, as much as they're trying to be like this, they're still to women. And if you people go there and somebody like Rachel goes there and is like, oh, but I'm doing a show because they're paying me money. You play in that golf tournament. You know what you're doing? You're saying, I don't give a shit about women. Or how they treat them. Are they trying to make things better? They finally let women drive this year? I guess. But you're basically saying, I don't give a shit. about, And women will just be second-class citizens forever. And that's the way it's going to be. So go fuck you and your Arab shit. So I'm like, well, this is clearly the reason of why I'm not seeing. Now, I, I wasn't even thinking of looking at her cleavage. Because I don't care. And I don't even think she's big-breasted. I just like looking at her face and her body, but I wasn't thinking about it. But now I got to see that cleavage, right? Because it's blurred out. Now I'm like, I got to, wait, am I really missing? I mean, is she really going crazy? Now I got to see it. So then I go to I go to the Apple thing and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just sign up for this movie. And I, I had, for some reason, I had Alon's thing, I guess for our podcast, the Billy Joel podcast, Alon had um, his login and password there and i pressed it and of course we've sent a two-time authorization to so i know they sent something to him and i'm like dude that was me sorry about that he's like oh i was wondering and i'm like oh sorry sorry i i i thought it would bring me to something else where i could put in my own thing because um i don't know what i thought was going to happen so then i put in my own email address because i thought maybe along the line i had signed up for an apple thing i put in my own address and for some reason, it, it, it my own address. And then it emails me and it says, hello, Beth Casper. And I'm like, well, why would that happen? So then I call Beth and I'm like, listen, just ignore the two-step verification. <laughs> so I'm like, sorry, sorry. I keep fucking this up. I don't know why. So then I called Dory. I'm like, do you guys have a uh, an Apple ID? And they're like, yeah. So they gave me the up so I could watch this. I was like, I just want to watch this one fucking movie which I know is going to be stupid. And I told her the whole story. And I'm like, look, I didn't want to see the cleavage. I got to see the cleavage. If there is even any cleavage, because these Arabs are stupid. So I'm watching the movie, and they cut out a whole bunch of shit, which I didn't even realize because I, I didn't watch it from the beginning. But I was watching I'm like, wait, I don't remember this scene. So it turns out she's wearing this really short skirt. Like, not like a sexy one, just like a summery skirt that any woman would wear walking around new york city and and it, she looks amazing but clearly they were cutting off any time they were even showing her legs so i missed all of that and i missed certain scenes like they go to a a, a bookstore apparently I I, I I it was just all cut out because i guess they couldn't cut out her full body and i'm like oh my god these arabs are awful I, and I, 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 they almost ruined this movie for me, even though I was trying to get it illegally. So it's all my fault. I deserve it. But I was like, now I'm like, all right, now that's what I'm talking about. And they, they, I couldn't believe how much they cut out. And yet, kept. They must have done so much editing because they kept some of the important dialogue in, but must have put it somewhere else. I mean, they really just did like a, 
a hatchet job, but you could follow the plot, which is, I guess, the way they show movies there. Why would you ever want to live there? Except that it looks clean and beautiful. Fuck! It's so frustrating. I really want to go. It looks amazing there, but fuck them. This is ridiculous in this day and age. What? And she did. So I'm looking at the. There's no cleavage. There's no cleavage. There's, you couldn't even say the word cleavage. It's just she's just wearing a fucking dress, you fucking jerk offs. Oh my God. But of course, you know, then I'm like, oh, I got to see. So there's no cleavage. She, just, she, she looks fantastic when she's wearing this thing. And then I can't even believe the ending, what she was wearing. They must have just cut out the entire ending. They must have cut out the entire fucking ending. <laughs> She's dressed in this unbelievable outfit, which is all you're asking for in this movie. And this movie is awful. It is awful. It's called Ghosted because he's like one of these guys. And it's kind of funny seeing Captain America being the one that needs help. You know, I, I do. So I don't even know why the Arrows would want to watch a movie like this. It's the exact opposite of everything they hate. The guy needs help. And the girl is the hero. You know, I mean, Jesus you hate women so much. Why would you even watch this movie? He's like this needy guy. And they, you know, say that he's a farmer and, you know, it turns out she's a secret agent and, uh, she, he's been like texting her nonsense. And his sister's like, well, how many texts have you sent her? Well, just three and maybe six emojis. Emojis don't count. Emojis count. And then it turns out like she, he's totally, she's totally ghosting him because he's too needy. And when they see each other again, she's like, well, I was going to call you when I got back, but then, you were texting so much. That's kind of funny. Well, no, just three. And then the emojis. The emojis count. But it doesn't matter. That's the kind of movie it was. I wasn't looking for anything in particular. I thought it was a series, and I would have watched that series. This Anna Diarmas, she's terrific. <laughs> like Gal Gadot. They ain't that great. They're never going to be Meryl Streep's or, quite frankly, I maybe even Jennifer Lawrence's. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that Her incredible performance in Silver Linings Playbook. But... But they sure are good to fun to watch and good to look at, and I'm good with that. Every time. Just like Christopher Reeve. Same shit. I don't give a shit. I like it. But that was unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. And then after so after the the credits go, I'm just like, Well, was that worth my entire day? <laughs> I mean, to watch that move, you know how I, I'm sure a lot of you have been like this maybe back in the day. You're putting the the VCR together. You're trying to get the, you know, like in Back to the Future, you're trying to get, now we can watch Jackie Gleason and eat dinner at the same time, you know? You're trying to get, and it sure this happens with streaming all the time. You're trying to get it together. You're trying to get your DVD player back in the day working. And you, you, I must have spent at least an hour and a half trying to watch this movie. And then it ends and I'm like, and it's like nine o'clock at night. And I think I started when it was daylight. And I'm like, what's that worth it? I don't know. Meanwhile, I can't wait to watch it again if it's on cable. God damn it. God damn it. But it was not worth it. I mean, if you have Apple TV and you like girls or boys, Chris Evans, uh, he's no slouch. He was good. He was really good. He's Captain America. What are you going to do? I always think of him as being tiny. I don't know why, but he is six feet. She's really tiny. But that's, that's all right. Hey, she's okay, you know? Oh, my God, it's an hour and ten. Or, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, we got to go. That's it. I was, whew, I was on fire today just talking about everything. It's going to be great. Um, hey, listen, uh, unfortunately, my best friend's, uh, Lauren's mother died. Uh, hey, to leave you like this again, this is what I seem to do. 
the funeral is today, uh, being Tuesday. So there will be. I will. Uh, Alan is guest hosting the uh, Comedy Cellar nightly show while I'm at the funeral. I have no. I got to take off work and. Uh, and believe me, oh my God, how convenient would it have been to be on Friday? They couldn't have it on Friday. Why? Because it's a Jewish holiday called Shavuos. No one knows about. What are the odds? Because they even wanted it on Friday. They're like, let's just get this over with because that's what the Jews got to do. Now they got to wait till Tuesday, which is the worst selfishly for me. I got to take off work. I can't do the show. It's a nightmare. There's no way out of it. He's my best friend. I was the best man at his wedding. I must go to all things, you know, like the, the, the funeral, the gravesite, and the, the house I have, the shiva, as we like to call it. Um, I'm a minion helper. Uh, too, so Ilan will be uh, guest hosting the show this week, and next week everything will be back to normal. But that is the show for this week. I'm Billy Joel A to Z. We have the Stranger Wrap-Up Part 2, which I think has been fun. If you heard that, I hope you liked that opening this week. I thought that was a lot of fun. And we're really enjoying uh, Paul Lauren playing and all that kind of stuff. Other than that, I'll see you next week. I hope everybody had a good holiday weekend. I'll see you when it's June on another exciting episode of Just Gale the City. Good night, everybody. Good night.